Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Storing the tense. Storing the tense. Storing the Storing the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Podcast. I'm the host of this here podcast, The Ted Smith, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, all right, well, to the left of me, there's just two of us tonight. There's no Cobb. Uh, Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. It's great to see you, man. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Cobb texted us today. He's like, I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to be on a flight. I can't podcast. I was like, all right, let's do next week. And then MCTP was like, I can't do next week. I could do a yeah. quick one with you tonight. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I was going to tell you both that tonight. Like, oh, yeah, uh, next week won't work for me. And then got that text, and yeah, glad we're making this happen. <laughs> and then I, I was glad. I was like, well, we got to do some because then, like, the week after you're gone, I think is my summer vacation in Montana. So I was like, I was oh, like, okay. you can't miss three weeks in a row, especially with the lead up to the Cantana Fest, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I saw today Ken Shamrock's going to be there, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what that's what I saw as well. We were I think there was rumors about that off mic when we had Scott and Redman on. Right. Correct. Yeah. So Ken Shamrock. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I'm making the trip up. Big announcement. Yeah, I saw that. I will be there. When are you coming up? Uh, I'll probably get up there like the day before. It'll be a quick trip. My dad wants to swap cars, so I'm going to drive the one he has down here up there and then fly it down. But he was asking me about doing it this summer, and I was like, you know what? I think I got just the date for that. (laughs) (laughs) I had Redman on my podcast, like hyping this thing up, and it worked. I'm so stoked on that. So, (laughs) yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh. Yeah, that's on uh, August 26th. So you want to look that up to uh, get tickets for that. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, and trust me, I'm still talking about Redman. Like, it, it crushes. I was even yeah. talking to a family member. They were like, yeah, I don't really listen to your podcast. I was like, yeah, but we had on Redman. And they were like, Redman? I was like, yeah. And they're like, all right, I'll look it up. <laughs> like, geez, yeah. thanks. I didn't, I didn't realize before we had him on that his first album was literally called What? the album like dude was ahead of his time with the two e's oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right this won't shock you so we're taping this on tuesday i didn't text you last night but i stayed up till midnight to watch the united states women's national team in the last game of group play and soccer can be just an evil mistress <laughs> like stay up uh <laughs> Matt, you'll appreciate this. Like, right? Like, I was like, well, I'm gonna have a couple beverages during the game. But I like came home, did some stuff, then around 10 15, put on the pregame, cracked a beer. So I was like, let me time this out so I don't drink too much or be hung over tomorrow. But I stayed, you know, and then like by like the second half, like second half of the second half, I switched to just regular seltzer waters, and I'm like, Oh, this will be great. And then, of course, it just ended nil-nil. And I was just like, God damn it. Like, if I knew it was going to be that boring in an ugly match, I would not have stayed up. I'd have been tucked in bed at like 1130 midnight like a good boy. 
<laughs> I was all yeah. fired up too. I was like, all right, we got this. And and that's not even like uh that obscure of a sport for you. And you know, it's it's not the latest by your standards either. Like with the the times you wake up and the obscurity of some of your sports, like that's that's your bread and butter right there. You know, a yeah, US it's a, team. It's, it's a fun sporting event starting at midnight. Now they're playing yeah. The next game against, I think it's going to be Sweden. I got to check the scores today. On uh, the knockout stage is 2 a.m. Sunday morning. So I'm like, oh, that's easy. Like, I'm going to party all day Saturday and just rock through till 2 o'clock. Like, that, that, <laughs> one, that one's a guarantee. <laughs> oh, man. Like, you probably will, but it's also distinctly possible that you talk about it. How you're staying up to start the, the to start the match at two all night leading up to it. Like I think you're gonna get a lot of mileage out of the idea from ten to one thirty, <laughs> and then just you know that's when it it becomes a little bit more of a crapshoot. <laughs> I have requested uh, <laughs> a mutual friend of ours. Sometimes late at night when he gets hammered, we'll. Uh, fire up some dumplings in the air fryer so i'm like all right 1 30 we gotta start cooking food if we're gonna stay up because we've been <laughs> drinking all day that's important man yeah that's a good that's a good plan oh now now listen listen to the whole plan though and i'll get okay. into seafair a little bit but trust me it's gonna be tough to make it to two but i think i got it in me so i'm gonna get up saturday not much going on meeting a buddy in south lake union 1 p.m hop on a giant boat cruise over to lake washington watch the air show watch some of the boat races the boat's supposed to be back and parked around five ish in south lake oh, union okay they gotta get down to burien for the jake paul uh diaz fight <laughs> okay and power through all that and watch the women's soccer team at 2 a.m so i mean it's a good plan i will see if it comes Dude. to fruition <laughs> i mean yeah this this is classic ted i mean you're a legend because you do pull these things off but yeah that is a that is a a long runway into <laughs> into that oh. match <laughs> i know somebody invited me to do something on sunday and i said ah i i'm 50 50 at best and they were like you why and i'm like i have a feeling i'm gonna be number one asleep till 10 or 11 on sunday and like ah your boy's gonna be hurting <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see, you know, you passed out like as soon as it's starting and and the the smell of the burning dumplings wakes you and your buddy up. And then you're like, oh, what's going on in the game? We got to put that out. (laughs) I'm just saying you're you're we've talked about how Cobb's mysterious, but you're pretty, you know, you you have a little bit of mystery in your life a little bit of mystique and this is one of those situations where i'd I'd give it you know god a little better than a coin flip like 60 40 you make it and then i don't know if you'll make it through the game through the game is the tough part and paul and diaz where are you watching the fight at is that at a bar no it's at a house okay is it the house i'm thinking of where there will just be it might as well be a bar (laughs) yeah exactly i don't know if that's better or worse because it's like yeah we got a fridge full of beer and the dude has like 10 bottles of whiskey like oh christ yeah making kickoff is not the issue it's like will i finish the game 
Now, yeah. one thing that helps me about Seafair is I, my buddy's wife is out of town. So I'm like his plus one. And it's like a little fancier. It's on like an Argosy cruise. So he was okay. even like, hey, we can have fun, but we can't get like sloppy. And I was like, all right. So that should help me a little bit, right? Because if I was just on like somebody's random yacht or like boat, I would just be shotgunning beers left and right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a little bit more what I was picturing. Um, but again, like knowing knowing where you're off to after Seafair and knowing who you're gonna be watching that fight with, and like even just a little mild Argosy buzz will fire you up more for the fight. <laughs> and then oh. yeah. Who knows what happens in Burien? That's all I'm saying. That's the X factor. Trust me. I'm coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know that, but I won't be like red hot. There's levels of coming in hot. Well, well, honestly, there was a point where I was thinking you might pass out in Burien, you know, if you were raging at Seafair all day and then you go over there, like I could see you passing out during one of the one of the undercard fights if and then being up for the game dude trust me i have thought about that i was like what if i went over there and got a little cat nap and like was up by like 8 p.m so i could watch the jake paul fight and that's then what i'm like, saying yeah plan it for the main event and you, yeah you'd still have gas in the tank by by the kickoff for sure so yeah i mean it's gonna be that's gonna be a full day but i'm pumped i wanted to talk about seafair anyhow it's like summertime like i was talking about this on the mega cast because we taped one today uh it's just like the rest of the country first of all sweating their asses off oh you know you're in palm springs yeah like you've been you've been in summer for months and you're like ah like ready for fall i don't know if you are but i could see people on the east coast being like i'm done with this summer like i'm ready for fall Whereas I'm like, that's the halfway point of summer. It's August. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the Northwest, you really do earn that, you know? And and to me, this is where I earn September through June is July and August. Um, so it's kind of a little bit reversed. But yeah, you, you live up the Seattle summer as good as anybody. And it's one of the most, you know rewarding summers around because like Northwest summers are just so sick and you really do like earn them for those nine months where it's not summer. <laughs> so dude, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been gorgeous too this summer. It's been awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just classic, even Saturdays, like low eighties, like 65 at night. I'm like, Oh, this is good. Get a little, get a, get a little color on the skin during the day. Maybe throw on a hoodie at night. Yeah. Yeah, that's good life. Do you know what a haboob is? Yeah, the sandstorms. Yeah, we had one of those the other night. Those are brutal. Yeah, so some like lightning and rain and clouds came in, but it's still like over 100, and now there's all this humidity from that storm, and that's what's really killing me. Like when it was, when it kept hitting 115 in the afternoon, it was like, yeah, it's hot, but that dryness, like, shade helps today i was in the shade and it was not doing me any good so so right so years ago we go to see a tennessee game on labor day weekend right oh right so knoxville tennessee i mean it is like it might have been one of the hotter games i've ever been to i mean it it is just gross right like all day because it's it's not only like 90 some degrees but it's that humidity 
Oh. So like we're tailgating to Calhoun's. We got there early, got a spot. But like, it, I mean, it's unbelievably hot, right? Like this is old school. It's so, like my buddy Bernie was with us, right? And at one point I look over, I was like, what are you not even drinking beer? And he's like, daddy, I'm so fucking hot and miserable. Like I can't even drink beer right now. And like we walked off and had to buy like another case of water. But like, <sighs> Matt, it was so hot that like my brother had like, you know, you can have like a fire pit, but you can add like a uh, a grate so you can grill on it. Oh, uh, yeah. So we weren't even thinking about it, but it was so hot all day. And we had like these gallons of water. We just keep chugging the water. And then we we forgot that, like, we needed that water to dump on the coals. Oh, <laughs> like, where's, no. where's all the water? And I'm like, oh, man, I think we drank it. I mean, Can it we was pour beer on the fire. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, I remember just being soaked in sweat. And then same thing, like we're walking up there and there's these storm clouds and Bernie's like, man, storms are coming in. Right. Because, you know, that gross humidity. And oh, I mean, yeah. as soon as we got into the stadium, they evacuated because of lightning and this and that. And then, <laughs> and the, here's the shitty part is that the whole thing about Tennessee is it's, you know, 104,000 people. Great tradition. Rocky Top's a great song, but they run through the teeth. Right. The band yeah. forms a T. They run through the T. There's only two times in 50 damn years they haven't run through that T. And I was oh. there for one of them because the game was delayed so long. Wow. <laughs> I thought, I, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> right. I was like, man, I'm glad we saw it. It was an awesome so time. Brutal. And I'm like, I still can't believe they didn't run through that damn T. Right. And, oh, man. You, you probably, that was something you you're a big enough college football fan. That was something you knew and were excited about before you went, huh? Correct. It'd be, yeah. you know, it's like, there's some college traditions that are just massive, right? Like Michigan, they share a tunnel and they come out and they jump up and they hit the go blue sign. Like uh, Tennessee, they run through the run through the T LSU's entrance was pretty cool. Cause the, visiting team has to come out of like this side little entrance there's a live tiger in a cage with like cheerleaders on it and then i would say i'm not a clemson fan but theirs is probably the best they call it the most exciting 35 seconds in sports and they like they like warm up and everything then they leave and get on these buses and at the stadium there's this giant hill that goes up to like the one entrance of the stadium so then the buses pull up there there's this rock called Howard's Rock, and they all stand up there arm in arm, and they touch the rock, and then like a cannon goes off, and they just sprint down the hill. Oh. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah, and it was like an old coach that found it in Death Valley and like brought it back, so it's like famous. But I like he has like a famous quote. It's basically like if you you know like if you haven't earned. Like, if you haven't earned being a Clemson football player, keep your hands off my dirt. Keep your filthy hands off my rock. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. There's certain entrances that you want to see. And Tennessee yeah. was definitely high on that chart. Oh, man. <laughs> that's so two times in 50 years. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it's rare. That's what I'm saying. So it's kind of cool because it's like. It's pretty rare. And it's like, <laughs> I, I could Google probably what the date was because it was pretty simple to figure out. But yeah, it's like <laughs> only twice in 50 years. Oh, man. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. I was there when it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other great thing is, is that, uh, what was I going to say? 
is that Rocky Top, right? I, I love Rocky. You've heard me put it on when I'm drunk. Like, I, I never really <laughs> yeah. cared for that song until I went down there. Like, I love Rocky Top now. And the the airport in Knoxville is small, right? It's like five or six gates. That's it. Okay. Like a Ruby Tuesdays. There's nothing in there. So we're checking in. And I say to the you know, she was like, how was your trip? We're like, oh, I was fun. And I said, you know, I really love Rocky Top now. And she goes, one of the two best songs ever made. To this day, I show I, why I didn't say what's number one. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. I thought you were yeah. just like doing a pause for suspense. No, she just pa- <laughs> she stopped, and I just went okay, <laughs> dude. If she gave you the answer, you might not remember it, right? Like if she just said the other one's Freebird, like you'd be like, <laughs> okay, word, and just go on with your day, and but you remember it. <laughs> she didn't You're tell right. you. But she just nonched and she was dead ass too. She just goes, one of the two best songs ever made. And I was just like, mm-hmm. Yup. <laughs> That's so good, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember I had a buddy flying in from New York that was getting there like an hour before we did. And he's like, Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll just meet you in one of the bars at the airport or whatever. It's like, but like as we're landing, I'm like, dude, which bar should I find you at? And he's like, just get off the plane. And I'm like, no, which bar are you at? And he's like, there's literally a Ruby Tuesdays. And then I got off and it's like, oh, there he is. What's up, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> dude, you got you fly into Palm Springs. It's the same deal. I don't even know. There, there's got to be a bar in there, but I, I don't know where it is. And it's not like there's a bunch of terminals where, oh, yeah, there's a bunch in there somewhere. It's just like. I know where the coffee shop is and I know where the gift shop is. And I, I think, yeah, I think there's a bar in that one little, little thing, but it's like, I've gone in there for like a grab and go water or something. It's so small, like small airports are the best. It's, it's so nice. Like, dude, I will say last summer when I flew into Missoula, right? So Jesse's already there and he's like, I'll pick you up. So I get off the flight and same thing, like get my bag and I'm like, I call him and I'm like, how am I going to find you? And he's like, just walk out front. <laughs> I walk out front and it's like, like, cause I'm used to like lines of traffic and cars yeah. moving in the pickup zone. And it's just yeah. him sitting there. And I was like, oh, all right, there he is. <laughs> it's so easy. It's it so is. nice, right? Yeah. And don't get yeah. me wrong. Some airports are great. And, and like, it's awesome that they have like different like restaurants and stuff, right? Like when I leave BWI, I always pop into the green turtle and get like one last crab cake or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those small airports are ridiculously easy. And it's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't know how TSA is different from state to state or like size of the airports. Like I remember when I flew out of Boise, the guy's like, no, 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 like, like, leave your shoes on. Like this is that. It was like completely yeah. different. And I, I was like, well, what's going on here? And they're just like, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder that too. I'm like, TSA is a federal organization, right? Like there's got to be some uniform guidelines somewhere. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the difference is, but right. I've definitely been to small airports where they're like, now hey, you're fine. Just throw your bag through the x-ray. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh that's awesome uh uh you live obviously you lived here for years i am seafair so for if you don't live in seattle seafair is this giant celebration uh it goes technically it goes on for like a month there's like little parades in different towns but it all ends with seafair weekend so you got hydroplanes out on lake washington 
Then you have this air show. So like the 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 best part is the Blue Angels, but like you're t- like last time I was there, like the Marines showed up and they had they like they were like dropping dudes out of helicopters and they like stormed the beach. Like it's I describe it as ADD sports watching at its best. Yeah. That's it's like, as soon as, yeah, as soon as they're done with like one little air show, then there'll be like a couple heats for the boats, for the hydroplanes. And then like if they're done, then there's like I remember there was like these dudes doing wakeboard tricks. Then as soon as they're done, it's like, all right, here's another part of the air show. Now we have like helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I went because I would always see the Blue Angels every year just practicing like they just drive. They fly around, you know, yeah. <laughs> driving. Um, yeah. So I'd always see them and was like, yeah, that's that's cool that you get to like see the full thing better. But I think it's pretty dope when they fly overhead every year before Seafair. And that's exciting for me, too. And so, but the first year I went, I was like, all the non Blue Angels stuff is like so sick. Like the Blue Angels, by the time they got done, I was like, I just saw these guys practicing the other day. All this other stuff is like new to me and it's very exciting. So, yeah, that'll be a fun, action packed day. Oh, yeah. And I'm with you because I've been lucky, right? Like I've been out on the log boom partying with the party people, which is great. I've also like one year I had like a pit pass. So I was like in the pits and same thing, man. Like there's just, there's so much stuff going on. Like it's just awesome. And it's a very unique, like Seattle thing too. And it's beautiful. Like you're out on Lake Washington. It's fresh water. Like I remember one year, one of Drago's buddies, he's like, I got my brother's, uh, oh, damn it. I just said it. Uh, uh, what what do you call it? Uh, wakeboarding boat. And we're like, cool. And like, it's not like he doesn't enjoy a cocktail, but he's like, I'm driving like I got everybody covered. Don't sweat it. So, of course, at some point, because I think we were sitting on the back of it or whatever, like cops come right over and, you know, like, well, who's driving? And he's like, I am. And like, you know, like he was stone sober. I think he maybe had like one beer at like noon before we left. So they were like, all right, we had all our life preservers and everything they were like all right well just don't ride on the back of it or whatever we're like cool but i mean it was an awesome day it was also great too is like if you're on the log boom you're committed to like six to eight hours of hanging out in the sun on a boat like it it's a struggle but like with that when we just had that boat like we just went into a few coves watched the blue angels and then we were back in like three hours yeah i remember the the first times i started hearing about uh seafair was all the the hot girls from my high school when we were out just out of high school like 19 or 20 like posting on myspace all the pictures of them on the boats it's like this thing looks awesome and it's like yeah it it took a it's harder to get on a boat than you think when you're not like a hot 20 year old chick yeah well that's the other famous story i tell the one year i was on a yacht that like was on the log boom and like somebody else we used to work with was like, no, you can come with me. And it's like a bunch of hot chicks and like six dudes or whatever. So the yacht is awesome. But like, like, first of all, they're mixing all kinds of cocktails. Finally, I said, like, is there any beer? And somebody was like, yeah, dude, go up to like the third deck or whatever. So I go up there and there's a massive cooler just full of beer. But like nobody else is drinking. So I'm up there just like looking around, having fun. And then like people like two boats down, they're like, Ted Smith. I was like, yeah. And they're like, dude, come on over. We're going to have some Jaeger. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so like 
right? And it's weird, as you know me, like I'm not smooth with women, but like I was the only one that like wasn't mixing cocktails or wasn't talking to anybody. So after a while, there's like girls hanging out with me up top and they're like, yeah, we'll drink a beer. So yada, yada, yada. We have a whole fun day. I ran into like other people I knew out there. But then after the angels were like driving back and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cute or pretty cool. And I go to walk out to the bow and the dude, the dude that owns the boat is like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, only girls on the bow. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. You know what? That's fair. This is this not is- give off a good look. If it's a bunch of hot chicks, then just old hairy Ted out there hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> they want like, me there man right it's like that old uh little caesar's commercials there's no rules and he takes off his shirt <laughs> yeah. and like, put your shirt back on there's one rule <laughs> there's one rule <laughs> that was yeah. i also at the time i didn't date this girl very long i don't even know if i'd say we dated but we were hanging out for a couple like it had been like a month or two and I remember telling her I was going on that boat. And I swear to God, that was the most text messages I ever got in one day from that girl. And I was like, <laughs> what is what is going on with her? And finally, somebody was like, she knows you're on a boat at Seafair with a bunch of hot chicks. She's like, you're on the guy's like, you're on a you told her you were going on a yacht with like a dating website. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, she knows what you're looking at. So, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 pretty, <laughs> pretty true. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, I have a personal question. Uh, what's up with the, I was your back hair shaver for a while there. It's not Who's, good. No, oh, no one's doing that. I mean, Sean stepped up for a little bit, but I, I, I honestly, like, I kind of want to be like, dude, come over on Thursday and hook me up. Dude, I, it has not happened. Yeah. yeah. I got him to get me last year before uh, meltdown. That's right. But I haven't, yeah, I haven't, haven't been, yeah. You were, you were good. You, yeah, you, you were on it. Always ready. Yeah, I, one year I brought my own clipper, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, you would yeah. bring like an NA beer, and I'd have a regular beer. Like, oh it was yeah, like the whole thing. <laughs> I didn't yeah. really think about it until I was uh, running the bar at Camp Cash, and I was just wearing a tank top, and it's always like, man, you're a pretty hairy, dude. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess we're talking about Seafair. I was like, why did I think of that? Like, yeah, we were talking about. Yeah, it's just a, it's a good time for it. Sean, Sean will do it. He'll, he'll help you out. He's a good, good guy like that. But yeah, and I'm thinking about going bright colors on Saturday because this boat is like, let's say it's a little fancier. But like, I'm not okay. gonna wear a button up because it's still on a boat. But I have uh-huh. a pair of pink Air Maxes. I've just been sitting in a box for like four months. I'm like, I might break those out on Saturday. Hot pink? Yeah. Like a bright pink? Nice. It's a bright pink and they're corduroy. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. That's all. I was like, ooh, this could be the day to break those out. That's exactly what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, I can't break, like, no offense. Like, I'm breaking them out at Camp Cash. Right. <laughs> like, no, nobody there cares. And it's right. like dusty. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to break them out at like a little kid fifth birthday party. But I'm like, all right, I'm a yacht. Got to get some, or not a yacht, but like a boat, some fancy people. Like, yeah, got to get some respect. I got to, I got to stunt good moves. That, yeah. you got those in the Rolex. You're going to be, you're going to fit right in. Yeah, I thought about breaking them out for Taylor Swift, but I was like, ah, I'm walking around the city. 
right you know smoking right. weed no, in the alleys that was the thing about seattle you know with kicks like obviously you got the weather for a lot of the year um that kind of makes it difficult to keep them fresh you know throughout even just throughout the the event and then in the summer there's a lot of things that are kind of outdoorsy in like a camp cast situation where there's there's dirt there's there's mud there's you know even in the summertime it's tough to find the perfect event for like fresh kicks but a yacht at seafair is one of those one of those times for you man that's awesome Right. And like when I was tending bar up at Camp Cash, like I was just wearing a tank top, like and sandals. I was like, dude, I'm back here working. (laughs) (laughs) And I was making those drinks that have grape juice. So it's like, you can't be pouring massive amounts of grape juice and vodka around shoes that clean. Oh, no, no way. You're just asking for it. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's coming up this weekend. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully on Tuesday when you see me, I'm just sunburned and still tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't <laughs> see you on Tuesday. That's right. You won't. I'll see. Yeah. You know what? Te- if I forget, text me at some point because the angels fly at like 330, 345. Okay. Like, hit me with a text and I'll send you okay. a picture of a. <laughs> okay. Done. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also honestly like this is kind of a fancier crew. I'm like, I'm going to laugh my ass off at like just on this like giant cruise ship, like hanging out with like big time Seattle celebrities. Just like, yep, here I am. You know, me <laughs> yeah. just doing my thing on a Saturday. Dude, you get yourself into these situations. Cobb said it a million times, but, you know, you're you're a magnet for a good story. You're good at remembering them and telling them. And I think that's partially why you find yourself with in so many situations that make for great stories. It's like the universe rewards your ability to like tell a good story. And like the details that you remember are very unique always, but like oddly specific and, and very, (laughs) very certain. So yeah, I can't wait to see what they are after this one. (laughs) All right. Well, since we don't have Cobb, I guess we should check in with what's happening. Hey, hey what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening, hey, hey what's good? What's happening? Check out with what's happening. Hey, hey what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening, hey, hey what's good? What's happening? Check out with what's happening. Uh, this weekend was. The weekend was chill, man. Um, I was telling you beforehand, my girlfriend went to LA, so I kind of just had the place to myself, watched watched some YouTube, made a bunch of food in the air fryer, you know, like some vegetables nice. and like frozen stuff from Trader Joe's. Um, and you know, they have a lot of like random things. And yeah, I don't Dude, know. Have you just- seen have you seen there's like you could buy now like frozen bags of already chopped up uh like brussels or asparagus and it's already oh, yeah. seasoned and it's literally yeah. like for your air fryer yeah yeah Man, no it's it's never been more convenient to be a lazy vegetable eater <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty nice right. um, yeah and you know i still get like the pastry pups or whatever they're like little mini they're like pigs in a blanket but in a like a pastry all uh, right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you're at Trader Joe's and that that freezer section, man, it's it's real good. Do you have a Trader Joe's by where you are now? I don't know. I should look that up. You got wheels now. 
Yeah, there's a Trader yeah. Joe's near me now. I can I can drive wherever. <laughs> yeah, now that makes everything feel closer. So yeah, that's uh the paste Parmesan pastry pups there are like next level. Um, and so Dude, I had their frozen tamales and they were good. Really, I always see yeah. those. I've I've been curious about those. That's interesting. That's good to know. Yeah, some girl I went over her house and I was like, these are good. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, here, I got like two more left. I was like, yeah, I'll take those home and fire them Dude, up. Yeah. Chicks love Trader Joe's. It's so funny. Like, oh, it's unreal. I know. I know we're not supposed to generalize these days. Like, I'm sorry, but like, come on, man. Chicks love Trader Joe's. And so do I. That's why I'm like, they're smart. It's a, I agree. You know what else? I always place. I have a theory that women love Arby's, too. Really? I don't know why. I have dated at least two girls that are like, I don't eat fast food. But for whatever reason, they'd be like, I'll go to Arby's. And I'm like, huh? Arby's like our I mean look I like Arby's but like Arby's just has a specific crowd in general and I respect it yeah I don't really eat there that much I feel like most dudes that I have hung out with over the years haven't and like maybe that's why girls like it because it's like there's not a bunch of dudes there they can just kind of eat some greasy deliciousness in peace Uh, (laughs) maybe just because it's roast beef and not a burger like how are yeah i always wonder how arby's has stayed in business because like i don't hear people really talking about it i never go there and yeah it's like yeah girls are just keeping them afloat this whole time and i'd be none the wiser that would make total sense i mean they have a tremendous curly fry it is yeah i i had like a I had a little phase there where I went there a few times because it was right by my friend's condo that we'd all smoke weed at all the time. And so it was very convenient. And yeah, they're all right. But I, yeah, I don't miss them that much. Um, yeah, like when I was a kid, you had to go to like, I grew up in College Park. You had to go to Laurel. There was an Harvey's or like out to like, uh, what's it like Rockville Pike. So it was like, if you got Arby's, it was like, ooh, something special. Yeah, <laughs> I actually live arby's is like the closest restaurant to me right now i guess there's yeah, a couple there's one near i think there's one n- near me now but you're right i haven't really been like oh, i'm gonna get over there yeah <laughs> it's it's not ingrained in like our eating patterns so yeah it'll just stay off the radar um yeah Ar- and yeah the arby's is like twice as close as in and out but arby's is like a mile down the hill and then in and out's like two and a half but it's like within a mile and a half and either way of Arby's, there's so many other, it's so sick. Um, I mean, Carl's look, Jr. How do you like Carl's Jr.? Oh, love it. So good. On the, I mean, you remember, I don't know if you ever knew this, but like on the East Coast, there are, there are Hardee's. Okay, yeah, I knew that. Same company. Had yeah, the same see, stuff. But look, okay. I'm with you. Like, there's a McDonald's pretty close to my house, but then there's a Dick's over in Lake City. So it's like, I'm going to have a burger for dinner, fast food burger. Like, I'm going to drive to the dicks. Yep. Yeah. It's just that context of what else is around it is so strong sometimes. <laughs> and yeah, McDonald's is McDonald's is right next to the Arby's, actually. So I drive right past both of those on the way to in and out like at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So uh, the girls in L.A., you're, you're firing up the air fryer. I know you watch yeah. the quarterback. Yeah, I watched some quarterback. I watched a bunch of F1. I went down. So I went down a lot of YouTube. I went down the YouTube reaction rabbit hole for the first time, like, right. which I knew was a thing. It's not like I've like talked a bunch of smack about it, but the the whole concept is 
you're watching other people watch something for the first time and enjoying yeah. their reaction. Like it's, it's an interesting concept where like there's people that are full-time reactors. Like that's, that's awesome. That's what a, a scene it is that I didn't know about any of this. Um, but so Avenge Sevenfold, I love, um, I'm excited. I love their new album. I don't care if other people don't think it's too weird. It's awesome. Uh, so I've, I've been on a big Avenge Sevenfold kick. Obviously I saw him in Vegas. I'm going to see him again in October and the, they they have a song called a little piece of heaven which contains some pretty some pretty dark subject matter in both the music video and the lyrical content but ultimately it's kind of a little bit of a a love story with you know a bit of a quote-unquote happy ending from the first verse but the first verse does involve like a dude you know uh killing uh his fiance and you know it's yeah, and then she comes back and kills him. There's uh there's necrophilia on both the choruses, but they both wind up killing each other and then there's at the end they like get married to go kill everyone or something. It's this like big arc. <laughs> it's very theatrical. I'm I'm probably not explaining it that well, but you can watch reactors like see this music video for the first time. Like it's it's always been a really really weird thing you know but i've always liked the song and it's just jimmy did such a good job with the composing and the arrangements and stuff that you know it's just an epic song and so it's like a bohemian rhapsody but you know involving some some dark themes and you know pretty pretty metal and so they uh some metal elitists will be like what are you talking about but it's just so funny and then there's like girls reacting to it and it was really i just got a lot of i must have watched like six little piece of heaven reaction videos by the time (laughs) set after f1 the sprint was over on saturday (laughs) and then yeah i was just i don't know it was just a fun stupid uh you know saturday and just kind of yeah being i went i eventually went to the gym but like it was like three hours later than i planned to because i just fell into a little piece of heaven reaction video rabbit hole real quick yeah i was gonna say i do that on instagram sometimes like i'll just have a suggested reel and it's like either a dude cooking or like somebody cooking or like a comedian that i've never heard of and you're right it's like an hour later i'm like all right we got to get up and do something hell just happened yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and yeah, then, uh, I don't know. I was having a lot of fun. Like I knew my day was wasting away and I was just like, yeah, you know, this happens sometimes. It's okay. I, I'm going to enjoy it. And it, it was fun. And then, uh, Sunday I had to do laundry. I watched F1 and in the morning I went golfing again. Uh, there's really nice course that I work at. There was a lot of fun with one of my clients, which was oh nice. It was cool to play with him. We talk about golf all the time, and uh, yeah, I didn't play particularly well, but I didn't make a complete ass out, out of myself. I've actually been, dude. You know, I've had a slice. I've been missing. I've I've probably lost twenty strokes this summer from missing out of bounds left on like a shot that feels like it should fade right back into the center of the fairway, and it just never does. But I'm not losing balls to the right anymore. It's just to well, the that's left. Good. 
it's progress it's a weird game but like progress takes these really like subtle interesting annoying frustrating forms as you get into it and yeah that's where i'm currently at i'm like well i got rid of the slice i that's pretty pretty good (laughs) were you were you the classic like i feel like anytime i used to play golf and again the best i ever was was like shooting like around 100 right yeah but I felt like there's I feel like in golf, there's this bad stereotype of the dude that has a slice and always goes, I don't slice. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's like, dude, you like I've played with you five times. Like you slice all like you have yeah. a slice. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to work on that. But can you stop saying I don't slice? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I, I looked like the opposite of that. I was like, I usually slice. And it's like, I've played with a bunch of people and they're like, where the hell is your slice, dude? Like, you don't slice. You, you've missed three shots out of bounds left. Like, that's, there's no slice out here. <laughs> but- the I will say, when I was like, like, right, like late teenager, early 20s, like I was playing a decent amount. My favorite person to golf with was driving range guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's just different. Like those carpets give a lot of give, and you can kind of yeah. miss hit stuff. It's and I he I I mean one guy I would play with he would get so mad. Like I still understand. Like, yeah. well, you don't play. Like you just go to the driving range. Like you got to go play on real grass. Yeah, there's no pressure. The ground is always flat. Like that's the biggest thing about playing on a course is like how often the ground is not flat. <laughs> there is intentionally a lot of hilly undulations to make it so that you're not hitting off a flat surface, even in the fairway. You're like, dude, I bombed that center of the fairway. And it's just this like weird downhill left slanted lie that you got to maneuver. Like, dude, I hate this game. That was my best drive of the day. And now it's in the water. Look at that. Yeah. Or it's like when you're in the rough and like the fairway, right? And you're like the balls above you a little bit. And it's like, uh, don't, don't duck hook it left. I'm not going to duck hook it left. Like you're going to duck hook it left. It's just the ball is above you. We all know where that ball is going and you're not good enough to like change your swing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, All right. So now you're gone next week. So next week is just Cobb and I. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I probably should have done this before we started the podcast. By the way, I'm on a marathon day. Pumped out a mega cast. I heard show. that. Yeah, nice yeah. work. Also, I got this, this new shirt. Check it out, Ted. Oh, what the fuck is up, Denny's? I know that one. <laughs> it's, it's such a good <laughs> a video. Good it's my favorite video ever. I saw the shirt. I was like, some people will get it. Others won't. And I don't mind. But yeah, it just makes me so happy. So this finally showed up. I, I found it last week. And it's an ode to one of the greatest viral videos of all time. Some hardcore band playing in a Denny's asking what the f- is up, Denny's. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. So, right. So you're gone next week and then Cobb's back and then we'll all be here t- uh, two weeks after that. And then the week after I'll be gone. So we're good. Okay. And are, are you, you're, I'm going to be at Cantana Fest. Are you going to be at that? I'm not sure. Okay. I, I'm hoping to be, but there's, uh, there's a couple other things going on. So I just either have to do something that weekend or the weekend after. And I'm not sure which one it's going to be yet. Okay. That was one so. of the things I appreciated about Red Man was being honest about how much stuff there's going on in August oh, in yeah. Seattle. <laughs> yeah. I know. All right. One of the godfathers of hip hop just knows, like, dude, I know how it is in the Northwest in August. Like, 
Oh, there's so I mean, right. Respect. Like I talked about last week, I was talking about the weekend with Taylor Swift here. Even this weekend, you have Seafair, which is the biggest event. Then you have, yeah. uh, if you know any bike messengers, the Dead Baby Downhill is Saturday night. That's an awesome party. So yep. I'm just like, yeah, right. Then there's that fight on like, trust me, the people I'm going on the boat with, they're like, we got a party bus afterwards. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to ditch out on that. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. I got two other commitments after this. Right. But I'm going to make that game at 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be f-ing bleeding red, white, and blue at 2 a.m. <laughs> You're never going to yes, see somebody will. more more fired up for a World Cup game than I am at 2 a.m. Yeah, I say take a nap during the undercard, man, and then get those dumplings at 1.30 and you'll be you'll be golden. <laughs> uh all right well there you go i guess it's easy this week for for mctp this is the podcast of the ted swift cheers